0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hey Termical Terminal fans, welcome to the show on another Sunday afternoon. Song Guy with you as normal. Real quick before we jump into things with our guest today, if you're looking for some professional wrestling, we are sad to report that Reactivate Pro, due to the inclement weather in the passes, canceled their show today. So if you were planning to be in Richland, that one is off. But you're in luck if you're on our side of the passes because without a calls wrestling running their last ever event they are in Everett Washington yeah. they should be starting up in around 45 minutes so if you're near Everett Washington go support the Last Ever Without a call show and over in Indiana in Greenfield Indiana today Summit Pro Wrestling with the retirement if you'll use quotation marks of T.J. Kemp T.J., we wish you well on the retirement I can't wait to see you come back at some point But for now, we'll definitely send you off on a high note, I'm sure But without any further ado, our guest today As we kick off Yule Month Which is the brainchild of and Steve We have with us Logan Frost Logan Frost, thank you so much for being on today. A pleasure to have you on here. Oh, it's so good to be on here, Mr. Sign Guy.
0: And happy holidays to you, too.
1: Now, since it's your first time, I believe, with us, I'm going to start you out with our traditional first-timer question here. What got you into this business of professional wrestling? Oh, well...
0: You know, my story is very much no different than anybody else's. I just really loved the sport, and I thought I would be good at it. So I went out. I found a legitimate school, started training, and my trainers were also full of spirit, and they put me in the ring. I got super kicked really hard, and I lost my first match.
1: That can happen in a first match for sure. Now, finding a legitimate school, when you looked around at these schools, did you ask the trainers how much Christmas spirit they actually had before deciding on where you wanted to train, or did you become very happily surprised at the amount of spirit that the trainers did have?
0: Well, that's just a loaded question there, because everybody has so much Christmas spirit, and I mean everybody. But i got to say that the school I went with, they had a significantly more Christmas spirit, and they had cookies. So that's kind of what won me over.
1: I can see that. Now, these cookies, obviously wrestling is a very physical sport, and diet and conditioning comes into play. Did they have the healthy diet-friendly cookies for you, or did they go the traditional route and serve you sugar cookies?
0: Uh, Yes to both.
1: (laughs) Like you said, this, of course, is a sport, and a lot of athletic ability comes into play in professional wrestling. We see a lot of athletes that think they're in good shape, that don't last more than a training session or two before they have to bow out due to the physicality of it. As someone that has that Christmas spirit, 365 days a year, did you find that having that proper spirit and having the enthusiasm helped push you through the training more than some of your contemporaries that maybe didn't make it all the way through training? Hmm.
0: Well, see, that's a hard tr- question to ask because for me, I always had a great support base to keep me going where other people, they have other priorities. Like maybe they wanted, to, they wanted to go do something else. They wanted to be on a tougher school and didn't want to be around good old Logan Frost because of his amount of good Christmas spirit. Can be regular old, and I hate to say this on the air, but some people can be regular old Grinches. Let me tell you.
1: That is harsh. Now, in your career, you started here in the Pacific Northwest, and, of course, in our area in Shelton, Washington, we have the Christmas tree capital of the world. It's a legitimate sign that they have there in town, I presume it's a legitimate, scientifically studied proclamation. Did you spend much time in and around Shelton, Washington in your adventures?
0: Oh, many, many a time. Actually, on the note of Washington State, there's also Leavenworth, Washington, which they have really great Christmas-like spirit in that town. Oh, my goodness, they decorate. Street to street, wall to wall, building to building. It is crazy how much Christmas spirit that town has.
1: Leavenworth does have a lot of Christmas spirit, a lot of Oktoberfest spirit. Now, of course, one town that I don't know if you're overly familiar with, but it is a real town with an actual theme park in it that is santa claus indiana home of holiday world theme park have you ever made your way to santa claus indiana
0: i have not unfortunately i it's it's on the to-do list don't get me wrong i just you know funds are a little bit They're they're a little bit, the stocking's not as full as it should be. So traveling, especially nowadays, is a little bit
1: hard. I can understand that. Hopefully the stocking will fill with airline tickets and you'll be able to make your way to Santa Claus, Indiana. If you do go take your Christmas cards with you because they postmark those cards, Santa Claus, people tend to like that.
0: Oh, well, of course they do.
1: Later this month as part of Yule Month, we will have our guest and he has been on several shows particularly in the winter time, in the Spokane Washington area. That man is Santa. Santa has a lot of wrestling experience. He is popped up in numerous promotions at numerous shows over the time, but have you ever been on a show with Santa himself?
0: Well, you see, one of the earliest pictures of me, I was with somebody who claimed to be Santa, but he spelt it really funny. It was S-I-N Claus. Uh, Santa Claus, if you will. And it was really confusing for me. I got really excited, and it it just got weird because he had clown makeup on, which I didn't understand. But, you know, Santa Claus does weird things.
1: He was in that Ultimate Warrior comic book. Oh, yeah. I was someone that has spent a lot of time around not only Santa Claus by accident, but also the actual Santa Claus. I'm sure you're familiar with some of his wrestling stories. There was the infamous incident in the World Class Championship Wrestling. He's made appearances at Tribute to the Troops for WWE. He's made many an independent wrestling show in his day. Do you have a particular favorite Santa Claus wrestling-related Memory.
0: Yes, I do. So, way back in the day, or eh, not really way back in the day, but many, many moons ago, let's say, uh, Santa Claus came out and he pulled out a dirty old stocking, or stocking, not stocking, and just let that old that other guy have it. I can't really remember the match off the top of my head, but I remember the event, and that's for damn sure. Oh, sorry. I mean, dang sure.
1: All good. Now, one of the great things about being a wrestling fan this time of year is that we are in gift-giving season, and wrestling fans love to get gifts that are wrestling related to add to their collections whether it is wrestling related books or t-shirts or dvds what have you there's a lot of wrestling themed merchandise out there and if you go to any independent wrestling show you can pretty much find a wide variety of wrestling related items as well what is logan frost favorite wrestling-related gift that he has received?
0: Um, actually, uh, I used to get um, a wrestler trading card that a buddy of mine used to make, and it'd be with all the local wrestlers in the Portland, Oregon area. And it was always a really kind of cool gift, because he'd give me one every year that I was wrestling.
1: And that is a very unique gift.
0: Yeah, and I don't know where I put them, but apparently he does them like throughout all the wrestling scene. So, like, if you have a favorite California wrestler, he'll he'll draw he'll make a card for it. And I I've always been a fan of his work.
1: Now, do we have a Logan Frost card available for purchase at this point?
0: unfortunately no um I due to some health issues, I've been out of the game for quite a little time now, so i'm I'm looking to get back in, but you know it might be till next Christmas.
1: Now would be the perfect time to start planning that card, so it's just right for gift giving season next year. Now, when you look at your collection of cards for guys that you have wrestled, which card was your favorite one? Oh,
0: unfortunately, I've misplaced my cards. But if you're asking for my favorite person I've been in the ring with, is that what you're trying to ask?
1: A little from column A, a little from column B, yeah. Um. So the cards were from very early in my career. So
0: there's one card of, uh, his name is Lone Star. And he he was actually the first match of mine where he kicked me in the jaw.
1: <laughs> I'm very familiar with Lone Star. He's kicked a lot of people in the jaw.
0: Yes. And I happen to be one of those unfortunate fellas where he jingled my bells if you will um, but my most favorite person would have to be the Caden Cassidy
1: the Timber Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Caden Cassidy yes yes Oh, I know early on in your career you did some tag team wrestling as well and tag team wrestling can be very different than singles wrestling as far as abilities and mindset and rules and so forth some people develop a preference for either or do you have a particular preference when it comes to tag team wrestling versus singles wrestling
0: Oh, no, I do not have a preference. As long as my partner has a good amount of Christmas spirit, I don't care who I tag with. On the opposite side of things, when it comes to singles matches, if my opponent doesn't have enough Christmas spirit, well, they're just a sleigh ride away from pure Christmas
1: bliss. So you're saying you would deck their halls?
0: Oh, with thousands of, thousands of jolly.
1: Now, of course, we are in December here, and for many of us, it means Christmas and having the Christmas spirit, but we also have plenty of wrestlers and plenty of wrestling fans that celebrate other holidays, including Hanukkah. Have you ever teamed with someone that had the Hanukkah spirit? Oh,
0: the Hanukkah spirit, the Yule spirit. All the spirit, as long as you have the holiday spirit in your heart, I don't mind who I tag with, who I wrestle. It's your holiday spirit, and as long as you're spending it with people you love, people you care about, or, you know, that mother-in-law who just will not uh, share the figgy pudding. Looking at you, Bethany.
1: Now have you ever tried to super kick Bethany to get more of that figgy pilling, even though it might bend the actual spirit of the holiday spirit.
0: Well, you don't want to upset the misses, especially during the uh holidays. Isn't that right, Mr. Sign Guy?
1: That's very true. But you know, if she mm-hmm. wasn't in the room at the time, how is she to know? Well, I guess Santa could tell her because he sees everything.
0: Exactly. That's why you keep those naughty little thoughts locked in your noggin.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like I said, the merchandise of professional wrestling is abundant, and a lot of people clamor to get the wrestling-related holiday gift I'm sure in your day, you have given the wrestling themed holiday gift as well. What would you say has been the nicest gift that you've given to someone to fulfill their wrestling collection
0: well so there was this one show, and it it was around actually it was around Halloween time actually. There was this kid, and his mom and dad didn't didn't have enough money and whatnot. And I was at the merch table, and he really, really wanted a buddy of, or uh, I forget his name, but two people over a T-shirt from this guy. And they were pretty nice T-shirts, and they were 20 bucks. So I was just like, eh, you know what, this is the season. So I walked over. I, pay, I asked the kid, what's your T-shirt size? He let me know. I paid for the shirt, gave the kid the shirt. Went back to my boots, and even though it wasn't my merch that I was selling, that I was giving out, and the kid didn't really want any of my merch, I was happy that that kid got what he wanted.
1: Absolutely a fantastic story there. That's definitely fulfilling the holiday spirit. As you know. In professional wrestling, there's a lot of people filled with the holiday spirit that want the fans to have a good time and enjoy themselves, but there are a lot of people with little to no holiday spirit that don't care if the fans enjoy themselves. They don't follow the rules. They don't get on the good list that Santa puts out every year. I'm sure you've come across these guys in your career. Can you tell us who you may have faced that had the least amount of holiday spirit?
0: Well, there's this guy. He he wrestles for. Uh, and I'm gonna plug him right now. Uh, Primo's Premier Wrestling. His name's Uh Villy Two Point. Oh, I believe. And Villy, he did not have the Christmas spirit.
1: That is Villy 5.2. He will be our guest on Friday, speaking of him. Thank oh. you for the actual plug. <laughs> well,
0: he upgraded since last time I stepped across the ring from him.
1: Yes, yes and, he did.
0: And I just hope and I just hope even though I still owe him one. He has a very Merry Christmas.
1: I will ask him that on Friday for sure. Uh, If we take yourself out of the equation from everyone that you have wrestled with or against in your career, and we will even say wrestled for, who would you say has had the most Christmas spirit? Ooh, ever? We'll say ever, yes. I, th-
0: I would say a man who is jolly and wonderful, Nick Foley, has the most Christmas spirit ever.
1: Very good choice. He has a Christmas room in his home, I understand, and he celebrates 365 days a year And I believe he has gone to Santa Claus Indiana to visit Holiday World
0: Well You know I'm just awfully jealous of that little Factor
1: I believe he wrote In his book that he did go to Holiday World Uh, (laughs) Uh, For the fans that might be interested especially this time of year and even planning for next year when you hopefully are back at it what types of Logan Frost merchandise have been available to purchase for the fans
0: um, so I've had two t-shirt designers like design t-shirts for me uh, so those will be available also, I have a little selection of ornaments. And oddly enough, uh, so I can custom sign them. I can decorate them for you. It's just wonderful. And then I'm also going to try to do some wrestling-themed tree toppers.
1: Very nice. Yes.
0: And pins.
1: As we like, you know, said... Those- Shelton is the Christmas tree capital of the world. I know you've spent time there in Shelton, but did you ever have a match in Shelton, Washington to be amongst your two passions, Christmas trees and professional wrestling?
0: Unfortunately, no, I was never invited to wrestle there and And, yeah, it it just always, it just never happens. It kind of, you know, breaks my heart a little bit. But, you know, maybe it'll happen one day. Hopefully, maybe, possibly. Please book me for Shelton Washington. Hashtag Logan Frost for Shelton.
1: I will hashtag that on the Twitter. We have a wrestler here in the Northwest that, you may not have come across yet in your travels, but his name is Lumber Zack, and his passion in life is cutting down trees, including all those beautiful Christmas trees in and around Shelton, Washington. He sends them to the lumber mill to be turned into paper products no, 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 no.
0: Christmas trees. Are exactly that. Christmas trees, not lumber trees. No, they are Christmas trees. They need to be Christmas trees. They need to go to homes to be Christmas trees. Mr. Lumberman doing lumber things, he needs to just go to a different woods. Like it's the Northwest. There are so many woods, there are so many trees. Go to them. Stay away from the Christmas
1: tree. I sense a match happening at some point between you and Lumberzak.
0: As long as he doesn't bring an axe, hacksaw, chainsaw, anything resembling a sharp object to the ring, I will make that happen or somebody will make that happen. I can't make that happen. I don't have, I do not own a ring or promotion.
1: If you're listening, owners of Northwest Pro Wrestling, here's a great match. And to my knowledge, Lumberzak has yet to bring any sharp objects to the ring, although he once hit me in my face. What? He sure naughty did. He was fined heavily for that, too.
0: Well, guess what? Uh, Mr. Lumber, you are on the naughty list.
1: Oh, wow. That's son guy
0: you. Sun Guy has never done anything to anyone to deserve that.
1: Ever definitely not hit me right in my face. who does that to a man?
0: I mean this is professional wrestling. that happens quite a little bit, but not to sign
1: guys yeah, yeah, that's probably true. We discussed Santa Claus, Indiana, but there are other towns out there that are Christmas. Oriented, We have, of course, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which is very popular. You mentioned Leavenworth, Washington. There are other towns out there with Christmas themes. Have you ever looked into maybe doing a tour of wrestling at all of these holiday-themed towns and making a month-long celebration of wrestling in the holidays? You know
0: on in my career, that was the goal, (laughs) but then it just never fell through, and things kept happening, I kept getting booked at places that weren't holiday-themed, and you know, good old Logan Frostness cheer everywhere, and you know, sometimes things don't work out as planned, and also it doesn't help that there's usually never a wrestling event on, you know, Mondays? or Tuesdays, that would book Logan from.
1: I mean, some places there are. I know there's a company based out of Stanford, Connecticut, that usually runs Mondays. OVW in Kentucky runs Tuesdays, so they're out there. You just have to look.
0: Wow. Well, I was not aware of that.
1: Now you can go back to work on that goal and possibly make that tour happen. Yes,
0: but first thing first, I've got to deal with the Lumberman.
1: Yeah, you got to beat Lumberzak first. That's priority number one. Maybe he well, could be the opponent on the one. tour.
0: Well, actually, priority number one is always to spread uh, Christmas cheer throughout the world 365 days a year, but he is a close number two.
1: I heard him described as number two many a time, yes.
0: Now, fine guy, that, that's very rude.
1: Well, it's just a factual statement I uttered there, but in your career here in our great Pacific Northwest, I know you did a lot of wrestling in Oregon for WCWC, which was a promotion that had television in the state of Oregon. They had a really good, high-quality production, uh, brought in a lot of outside talent to fill in with the local Pacific Northwest talent. What was it like for you early in your career being able to work at a place like that that had the television quality production and brought in a lot of bigger-name talent to help with the younger local talent.
0: Honestly, the word that comes to mind with uh, the experience I had at the WCWC is humbling because you get to see and be a- around these guys who they they love the business of wrestling. They absolutely they just love it. They love everything about it. They've dedicated their lives to it. Uh, wrestling for lack of a better term is their is their child and they want to see it grow and prosper. So they want to see you grow and prosper so that they're not like left with a, forgive me, but a big old hot pile of steam and coal when the eventually like, you know, the hyper tolls and they're not able to wrestle anymore. They want to make sure that their knowledge is spread on to the next generation and the generation after that. So, humbling is the word I would use to describe my experience with the WCWC. That and the promoter of the West Coast Wrestling Connection, he would always bring in, like, uh, he'd always allow seminars to happen, and you'd get the big, like, names in the back, like the main eventers, your coaches, because they also ran a school out of there. And they would just... Like they'd watch your matches because they want to see you succeed. And it was just, it was amazing being around that level of passion for the business. Like every promotion that I go to has that level of passion. And it's just, it's always wonderful to see that, to experience that. And it just makes you feel like warm and fuzzy inside to know that your brothers and sisters who are sharing the locker room with you are wanting to see you grow and, and be successful in this business.
1: One of the people you I'm sure met at WCWC is someone that has been a thorn in the side of myself and many others at Northwest pro wrestling over the last several months I had a run-in with his client last night, as a matter of fact. I'm talking of one, Morty Lipschitz, who has migrated up here to Washington now to manage the nefarious J.D. Mason. What was it like being around Morty, who may have gotten on a few naughty lists in his day? Well,
0: to be fair, Mr. Guy Seinguy- Mr. Lipschitz has never left the naughty list in quite some time, ever since he was a little boy who wanted a wooden horse in that little log cabin he used to live in. Uh, Mr. Lipschitz, working with him, you know, yes, he can be somewhat of a Grinch, but I believe wholeheartedly deep down inside of Mr. Frosty's little soul right here that there's a little bit of a chance he'll be on the nice list one day.
1: There's a chance of that. I know last month he tried to interfere in a match with JD Mason and J.B. Moonshine. J.B. Moonshine may have started to turn Morty into someone that will be on the good list. He kissed him flush on the mouth for several seconds. I saw a gleam of goodness pop into the eye of Morty Lipschitz at that point. Wait, he kissed who? Uh, Jb Moonshine kissed Morty square on the mouth for several seconds.
0: Ooh. They may
1: be legally married in parts of the Appalachian.
0: Well, was there was there any mistletoe around?
1: No, not even mistletoe. Oh. Well. It was just Jb's choice. Who well, are we to judge?
0: Well, I believe that maybe Mr. Moonshine's little bit of mistletoe happiness may have sparked a little bit of joy inside of Lipschitz Hort.
1: I think you're right on that. I saw that little gleam of goodness pop into his eye just a little bit.
0: And Mr. J.D. Mason, I think personally, wholeheartedly, he can also be on the nice list one day.
1: I don't know. He belly the belly suplexed me last night when I went to check his eye injury. I don't remember uh, much after that. Well, you know,
0: Mr. Seinguy, there is good in everybody. So maybe we just have to dig a little bit deeper on Mr. Mason. But on the note of maybe. Mr. Moonshine, on uh, Mr. Moonshine there... Let him know that Santa Claus got that extra special stuff that you can only get uh, past the Louisiana. And this time there's four X's on the bottle.
1: Oh, wow. And it's really...
0: Yeah. Just, Just tell Mr. Moonshine that for me.
1: I shall. Now, do you think that maybe it's possible this year... One out of the eight nights J.D. Mason will have the spirit. The
0: Christmas spirit?
1: Well, in his case, the Hanukkah spirit.
0: I believe wholeheartedly that he will have the holiday spirit.
1: We shall see on that. Maybe JB will offer some of that 4X jug liquid to his cousin J.D., and maybe that will be the spark. Maybe J.B. Moonshine is the conduit to bringing people from the naughty list to the good list.
0: Maybe. We'll see. But you know, with enough Christmas spirit, anything or holiday spirit, I apologize, anything is possible.
1: Very, very true. Some of our... States here in the United States of America, despite having lots of wrestling fans and people that would love to see wrestling, do not get the chance because there are no promotions close by for them to support. When you get to places like Montana and Wyoming and North Dakota, promotions are few and far between. I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans would love to be able to go to live professional wrestling. Do you think we'll see a day when someone will have the holiday spirit enough to bring the gift of professional wrestling to these places and maybe run some tours of the lesser-served wrestling population?
0: Um, I do believe that, actually. Like, actually, it's funny you mention that because there are quite a few or not quite a few, but there's a few, a handful of promotions out in North Dakota. And one that I am so sorry, I am spacing the name of right now in Montana that they do kind of hopscotch around a little bit the state and they run shows.
1: Very, very nice. Hopefully they will get some more shows in the next little while
0: yeah but as far as like you know doing a tour and stuff like that, absolutely. I believe personally that if somebody has the right spirit, right heart and you know the right venue choices, like they can go run a traveling show and hit up the hit up those states and frankly, make a killing and earn a lot of new fans.
1: I think so. Usually when you have wrestling fans that don't get the chance to see live wrestling very often, they become some of your most dedicated fans once you do bring it to them.
0: Absolutely.
1: Part of being a professional wrestler is one of the more difficult parts of our business. That is dealing with injuries, it's just part of the business. We accept the risk when we take part in the business. I know you've had an injury or two in the course of your career. What are some of the injuries that Logan Frost has had to overcome?
0: Um, <laughs> uh, starting from the bottom, I had uh, two hairline fractures on both of my shins. Uh, let's see, hyperextended both of my arms, uh, let's see, fractured several of my ribs, I think I'm up to eight now, and let's see, uh, two-slip discs on my back. Oh, that's a pretty
1: fair number right there.
0: but honestly I do have to thank uh, my old tag partner and a lot and my old trainer. Cause they, they helped me a lot through those times. Like, you know, a lot of independent pro wrestlers, they don't really realize like how much, like we go back to one of the first questions you asked me, like how much a tag partner is there for you? Like, you know you're tagging with them a good majority out of the year. I mean they do become your family, and they look out for you. And you know it, it's a it's a bond that you, you can't break.
1: We talked about Morty a little bit ago, and he of course one of the nefarious managers out there. Have you ever employed the services of a manager? You know, way back in the
0: day, I did. And he was a great manager, one of the best in the uh, Pacific Northwest by far. And uh, his uh, his name was uh, Al Tubbs or Mr. Tubbs.
1: Mr. Tubbs still very, very active on the wrestling scene today.
0: Actually, yeah. I saw saw the other day that he's been doing so well, they put him in the ring.
1: Yes, he made his return to active professional wrestling matches in the last couple of months, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I got to say, Mr. Tubbs, I am totally happy for you. 100% 100% on board. You got this, man. You can do this. Keep on keeping on. And stay frosty. frothy.
1: You mentioned that when you started wrestling school, they served cookies. This time of year, we see a number of holiday-related snacks that tend to only pop up around the holidays. Do you have a particular favorite holiday-related snack that you have?
0: Oh, Mr. Sign Guy, I'm not sure we have enough time to go over every single one of those. But to sum it up, uh, drink, cookie, and let's say a holiday meal, uh, as far as drink goes, I love that Sprite Cranberry, that it, and the Fig Apple Red Bull, because those are just too sweet and too good. Um, as far as cookies go, I love me some sugar cookies, and as far as a holiday meal goes, you get uh, you get Mr. Frosty here a little bit of that honey glazed ham some mashed potatoes and uh let's say a little bit of holiday gravy served on the side and we're good to go
1: Do <laughs> you ever have a nice holiday themed coffee to go with some of these foods
0: Oh peppermint oh peppermint hot chocolate can't ever go wrong with peppermint hot chocolate.
1: I found out many years ago when I talked to Santa Claus that he actually likes to get fish for Christmas because a lot of people serve him cookies when he drops off the gifts. He likes a little bit more filling, substantial meal. So over the years, I have served him many a fish Do you ever serve fish to Santa Claus when he visits?
0: Uh, No. No, I do not.
1: The year he wanted Pike was a very stressful year because nobody around here served Pike. The people at Pike Place Market laughed at me for several minutes because it was so ironic I couldn't get Pike at Pike Place Market.
0: The irony is not lost.
1: It it was a lost opportunity to score what Santa Claus wanted. Now, when you go into actual wrestling action, I know that you're a very athletic guy, but do you have to alter the diet in order to stay in ring conditioning?
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, So, normally when I'm in wrestling diet, um, I do two chicken breasts, a cup of broccoli, and a bowl of rice. And that is my uh, pre-workout, pre-ring meal that I'll eat. Now, post I'll usually get, I'll usually stick with the chicken, but also I'll try to throw in some red meat, so like get some pork in there, get some steak, but keep with the vegetables. But usually by then it's like chopped carrots, some green beans, and honestly cauliflower.
1: We also also know that cardio is a very, very important part of professional wrestling. You have to be able to last physically for sometimes half an hour or 45 minutes nonstop. What is your cardio regimen like?
0: Well, so currently I'm out in uh, the great old North Dakota. So I'll usually jog about a mile. Then I'll hit, then I'll hit the weights, and I'll do, I don't know. Uh, I know there some people will say like percentages and stuff like that, but honestly, I just do kind of a lighter weight where I can do about 15 to 20 repetitions, sets of three, and I'll try to work out each muscle group, and then I'll hit hit a stair stepper for about an hour to an hour and a half.
1: Not too bad at all. I'm sure you've watched a lot of wrestlers work out in your day, whether it be in the gym or in the ring before a show. What has been the craziest workout that you have seen someone do?
0: Can't really say honestly, because there's a lot of crazy workouts that wrestlers would do. Because uh, I think it also depends on your style of wrestling. Like if you're a big powerhouse guy, <clears throat> excuse me.
1: <sighs>
0: if you're a big powerhouse guy, your workouts going to be completely different than you know a little guy who running around the ring doing springboarding and flips and all that kind of fun stuff. You, night and day, so uh, honestly, I've never really seen a truly well-rounded workout, but I've seen wrestlers work out the way they feel is best for their
1: warm-up, their rituals. We talked a little bit about how they would bring in people to help with the younger talents in WCWC and I'm sure other promotions you've hit, you've had people try to help you advance your career with some advice. In all of your days, what would you say has been the best advice that you've been given so far? Um. Hmm.
0: Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think honestly it's,
1: uh,
0: what is it? That, that stuff's going to happen. Keep your head up. And some people in your wrestling career are going, to, are going to present challenges to you. And you're either going to overcome them, pass them, or they're going to block you. At that point in time, it's your—it's when you decide where you want to take your career. I think it's the best advice I had ever been given.
1: Not too bad advice right there.
0: And then there's also the usual, stay humble, kid, and sit down and shut up.
1: Also good advice. <laughs> we also... At this time of year see a lot of wrestling promotions that will break out titles for their show such as season's beatings December to dismember things of that nature what would you say has been the most clever holiday related show title that you've come across so far
0: Honestly, I cannot decide. I, cannot decide. I, I <laughs> like I, I really can't decide. <laughs> I'm I'm always honestly I am always uh, like I sit back and I look at some of the shows and I'm like these are freaking creative. Like seasons beatings this year happens to be my favorite. But also December to dismember. That that one's kind of that one hits the spot
1: too. <laughs> this past Friday, there was an actual show held in South Bend, Indiana, called "Die Hard is a Christmas Movie." <laughs> It actually took yeah. place. Oh! It even featured a uh, former WWE and Impact star, Lisa Marie Varen. Ooh!
0: But now, see, did anybody at the show disagree with the statement?
1: If they did, I believe they kept to themselves without causing a riot amongst the fans.
0: <laughs> well, Mr. Sungai, I have a question for you. Sure. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
1: I believe it is, because if there was not a Christmas party, the rest of the film would not have happened.
0: I can agree with that statement.
1: Now, here's one to flip the tables back to you. Oh. Is Batman Returns a Christmas movie?
0: Hmm. You know? I believe it could be.
1: All right. Well, we're down to the last several minutes of the show today, and I want to make sure you have ample time. If there's anything you would like to say, plug and promote whatever you would like, merchandise, social media is your favorite holiday gift-giving store. Floor is all yours.
0: Um, well, I guess one of the things I would say is to everybody listening, go out, support your local wrestlers, and – you know, buy, the mer- buy their merch. Buy every, like, buy your favorite wrestler's merch because it is the holiday, time, holiday season for all of us. And all of us have families and people we want to buy gifts for, we care about. And especially nowadays with how the world's going, every little bit helps for every single person. Um, go out. Take a look, Google or Facebook, just be local res- or wrestling shows near me. If you uh, can't find one, there's probably one around. And, you know, just spend time with your loved ones this time of year. You, Time is short and life is precious.
1: Absolutely agree with you there. Logan Frost, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. We definitely appreciate it greatly. Best of luck to you as you make that comeback, hopefully in the next year. Hopefully we'll get you back here before that happens. And also, happiest of holiday greetings to you.
0: Happy holidays to you, Mr. Sign Guy, and best of
1: wishes. All right, listeners, we will be back with you next week. Next Friday, we have the aforementioned Villa 5.2. A week from today, we return to Yule Month with Jason Maples, who is not only in the wrestling business, but also the Christmas business. So make sure you have plans to be with us at that point. Get out there, support your local independent pro wrestling, wherever it may be. We will talk to you soon. (laughs) WHAT <laughs>